Welcome back to this week's episode of Walking with the Master. My name is Ken Winter, and this week's episode is entitled Confidently Abandoned. Abandoned is one of those English words that has multiple meanings. It can mean having been deserted or cast off, or to be unrestrained or uninhibited, or it can mean having totally relinquished. None of us would ever want to be accused of having abandoned another person or abandoned an animal or thing placed in our custodial care. We would never want to abandon any responsibility with which we have been entrusted. Rather, we all want to be known for our dedication and commitment to stay the course no matter what we encounter. We will never abandon our post or anyone in need of or entrusted into our care. However, we are called to be abandoned to God. Oswald Chambers writes, In our abandonment, we give ourselves over to God, just as he gave himself for us. Jesus himself called us to lay down our lives. Paul reminds us that it is not us, but Christ who lives in us. The writer of the proverb tells us that as we abandon ourselves and our ways to him, He will make our paths straight. And in our abandonment, we can be confident in the one to whom we are abandoned. Time and again, he has proven that he is trustworthy. As the people of Israel prepared to cross into the promised land, we see a reminder in Joshua 1 of the confidence he had instilled within the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and Manasseh. Those tribes had chosen to possess the land on the east side of the Jordan River. Therefore, their wives, children, and livestock were not going to cross over with the other tribes. Only the men would cross over, and they, as fully armed warriors, would lead the other tribes as a conquering army. We would do well to be reminded of how these three tribes responded to Joshua as their leader and their general. When they said, We will do whatever you command us and we will go wherever you send us. We will obey you, just as we obeyed Moses. And may the Lord your God be with you, as he was with Moses. Anyone who rebels against your orders and does not obey your words and everything you command will be put to death. So be strong and courageous. We see their honor for God expressed through their fellowship of the one whom he had placed in leadership over them. It begs the question, are we that abandoned? Are we that confident in the one to whom we are abandoned? Are we willing to trust God as completely as these men were willing to trust Joshua? First, are we willing to readily do whatever he commands without any holdback or reservation? As soldiers following our commander, there can be no place for second-guessing. His word is law. Each command must be followed to the letter. There can be no dispute regarding the leader's right and authority to command, and or the soldier's responsibility to follow, in every and all circumstances. The soldier does not get to pick and choose which commands will be followed, and that fellowship must be wholehearted without murmur or any hint of dissension. These tribes answered, 
we will do whatever you command us. Second, are we willing to readily go wherever he sends us? These tribes had the confidence that their commander was going with them. Joshua was not going to send them off and stay behind. They knew that where they went, he went, and where he went, they went. I am not certain how much added confidence that gave them, but I do know that the fact that our commander goes with us should give us unshakable confidence. And bear in mind that their willingness was not conditional on where he sent them. The men of these three tribes knew they were going to be sent into the heat of the battle. This group was selected to be the point of the spear of the advancing Israelite force. They were willing to go to the most difficult or the most perilous. They were not looking for the easy assignment. We will go wherever you send us, they declared. Third, is our allegiance to our Lord so complete that we are not only willing to obey him personally, but we will take responsibility to see that those who go with us, our family members, friends, co-workers, will also walk in obedience to him. It is one thing to commit for ourselves. It is quite another to take the responsibility for those under our spiritual leadership. Throughout their exodus from Egypt and their journey through the wilderness, the Israelites saw how their obedience to God's call cost others, and how he often called others to surround them and encourage them in their journey. And the same is true for us. But here, we see an example of the responsibility we bear as others join us in the journey. If they join us, they too must walk in complete obedience. Remember that our walk as disciples of Jesus, by its very definition, means that we are to be disciplers of others. The Christian walk, this journey that we are on, is not a walk in isolation from others. Rather, it is a walk in community with others. The idea that we can be followers of Christ and not be a part of a local gathering of believers is rubbish. It is through that community as believers that we see his works magnified as he displays himself through the varying gifts that he has given to each member in a way that complements one another. There is an interdependence between us in his design, a beauty in the body of Christ walking, worshiping, and working together. And there is an accountability that we have to one another to make sure that we do not drift from the commander's directives. These folks were taking that charge seriously, even to the point of death. They knew that disobedience on the part of any member weakened the entire body. The body dynamic of this particular declaration by these tribes parallels with the admonition to the church in the epistles of accountability and church discipline. Don't overlook or minimize this declaration. We are accountable to nurture those who join us in this journey in the truths of God's word and hold them accountable as well. Fourth, is our abandon to the Lord such that we are prepared to follow those he has placed in authority over us just as completely. The actions of the leaders of these tribes demonstrated three truths about their fellowship of Joshua. First, we must not so magnify our leaders of days past that we fail to honor and follow our leaders of days present. 
knowing that God has placed them in this position of authority. God has brought different leaders into our lives, our places of work, our ministries, our church, for different seasons. We must resist any temptation to belittle the role of the current leader. Those who God has granted favor to lead deserve our honor and respect. Second, our fellowship cannot be limited to that which we understand. They knew the accountability that Joshua had before the Lord. They knew that there would be times that they must obey even when they didn't fully understand. Not to get ahead of ourselves, but do you think the battle plan surrounding the walls of Jericho really made any sense to the tribes while it was unfolding? Therefore, these tribes prayed for God's presence, wisdom, and direction for their leader and trusted God to provide it. Third, they admonished their leader to be strong and courageous. It was not a question of his character. Rather, it was a vote of confidence in his leadership. Those who lead in good work deserve to be followed in goodwill. They encouraged their leader, built him up, and spoke truth into his life. So, fellow sojourner, as we continue in the journey God has set before us, we too must walk as those who are confidently abandoned. We must do whatever he commands. We must go wherever he leads. We must nurture whoever he has placed beside us. We must follow whoever he has placed before us. This episode is adapted from chapter 3 of Possessing the Promise, the third book in my Lessons Learned in the Wilderness series. All of my books are available through Amazon in print and for your Kindle or Kindle app. Information on how you can obtain them is available on my website, kenwinter.org. Well, thanks for joining me again this week. I hope you'll join me again next week as together we walk with the Master. Mm-hmm.